podcast, Supercard Special. Let's get into it. So much is happening, and we are currently two weeks out from the... Bathurst 500. Bathurst 500, yeah. And the one week out from the Superfest. So pretty exciting. Heaps of stuff happening in the Supercars world. So we've got quite a bit to cover. We're just going to be running through the Supercars website, dropping into a couple of articles, and just, I guess, uh, talking about what we're reading. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, we'll... We'll get into the drivers and teams, and then we'll get into the calendar a little bit later. I think I'll start us off with, we're going to go in reverse championship order of last season with um, starting off with Blanchard Racing. Yeah. So big year for them. They expand to two cars. Their, their drivers, did. of course, will be... Um, James Courtney, who sold his first house the other day. James Courtney, <laughs> he's out there selling houses, and soon enough yeah. will be selling your soul to the Snowy Rivers brand. Yeah. Um, he's, he's in the uh, number seven Snowy Rivers, I must say Camaro, Mustang. Oh. Um, alongside him is rookie Aaron Love, Love yeah. the number three cool drive Mustang. Aaron Love proved himself pretty well last year with a co-drive along with Todd. No, 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 no it was Wild Card. No, yeah, no. John was uh, not John. No. But, uh, Tim was with Todd. Yeah, Tim Blanchard and Todd Hazelwood. Jake Kostecki and Aaron Love was out with Aaron, which for the enduro rounds. If anyone's watched that video when we're in that truck. Um, there is a two-second clip where um, when we, we walk in the truck and they are just sitting there chilling. They they were limbering up. They were limbering up, yeah. like, oh, g'day, boys. And I thought, they probably don't want to be on camera, so th- there's only, like, a two-second frame of that. But they were there. Yeah, and they're, they're a pretty cool team, Blanchard Racing Team. Like, because we, we were corresponding with them. They were awesome. Like, and we were still very much fond in our feet. And they helped us out heaps and stuff. Yeah. So, great team. I'd, I'm very excited to see what they do. Yeah, shout out to Scotty, their PR guy. That he gave us some tips on um, some, some gear we should buy and way we should do some things. Yeah, and it's worked it worked wonders. I think we're doing it better. Um, so, no, big year for them. They expand the two cars. Yeah. Um, not much more to say to them. They're, they're last in the championship last season. And going to hopefully be up there this season. Well, it's a bit of a misnomer because last year they only had one car. Yeah. So it's a bit bit unfair for them to be back there. Yeah. Well, who's our next team, Dan? Uh, next team, um, do you want to split up Brad Jones Racing or do you want to do all four cars at once? No, we'll, we'll do it as all because old mate Brad Jones, as we all know, he is a legend in the pit stop world as I think he has claimed like the last, <laughs> I don't know how many, but he just keeps claiming the pit stop challenges that they hold at Bathurst. Well, it'll be, it'll be a little bit um, unfair to their accomplishment of the the A team to do them here. So we're going to skip past Brad Jones for now. We'll come back oh, to them okay. shortly. Just edge me there. No, well, you got... No, no, no. It's, they're, no, they're, no. Up, they're up here and up there. Do you want to do the bottom or do you want no, to do the top? You, know? you tell me. I'm well, just I'm here. telling you we're going to Mastone Racing. Oi. So is Nick Perkett. Yeah. That's and, exciting stuff. A new driver for this season. Yep, Nick Kirkat and um, Cameron Hill. Cameron Hill. And if you're yep. looking for the infamous 34 and 35, you won't find it because they've changed numbers this season. Damn. You really just dropped that bombshell, didn't you? You do not read <laughs> the Speed Calf articles I'll send you. Um, now, referring back to the old um, Stone Brothers racing numbers, which is um, the number four very infamous with um, 
Marcus Ambrose at number 10 with yeah. um, Mark Larkham. So Cameron Hill will be in the number well, Mark's four. Mark's gone around. That's a good observation. Very, very common name. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Continue. Uh, yeah, so number four in Cameron Hill um, and number 10 for um, Nick Perkett. Um, I believe Nick is running the Bendix Break Camaro with um, Cameron will be running the tyre power sponsorship. So no more um, truck assist for them. Yeah. They've um, moved on. We've they've moved on. on with Jack LeBrock. Yeah. Well, Jack LeBrock moved on to Erebus. Actually, no, that's all. Yeah, no, they didn't go with Jack LeBlanc. They just left in general. Oh, yeah, no, they did too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of leaving has been happening. But anyway, so that's, that's Mapstone Racing. Who do we have next? Because uh, I do not have this up. We got Premier Racing. No major changes for them on the driver front. They do have the infamous Ludo Lacroix joining the team from Dick Johnson Racing. Big grab for them. Yeah. Um, but oh, besides that, all the same, there's still have, um. With Newlon Oil, their uh, driver's still the same with James Golding and Tim Slade in the uh, 31 and 23, respectfully. Yep. And they are also doing Trans Am this year. So similar in terms of big V8 cars and stuff, which is pretty exciting. I mean, they're going to have a lot more seat time this year in big big V8s. Yeah. So no, no, they're, they're a good, exciting team. Um, uh, Peter Zibris. Puts a, a lot of money into them. If that name sounds familiar to him, he runs a very successful um, drag racing team under the okay. same sponsorship okay, yeah. of, um, of Premier Hire. So, yeah, so he's, it's good to see when you get good, uh, good racing people get involved. So, yeah. moving on, Team 18 uh, is our next team. Uh, Mark okay. Frosty Winwellham stays on in the DeWalt number 18 Camaro. Yeah. He loves a good um, hand tools brand. Yeah. He yeah. went from Irwin to DeWalt, like obvious power tools. But I think Irwin's lo- accessories. Loves a good tool, Mark Winterbottom. Yeah. And uh, next to Frosty in the number 20 car is uh, David Reynolds. So this was a bit of a surprise from last season. No one saw him leaving, um, oh, leaving bro- Grove Racing. Grove? Leaving Grove Racing, yeah, but more importantly, not just leaving Grove, but leaving the um, Premier brand, uh, not Premier, sorry, Penrite Penrite brand, yeah, which he's been associated with. He's been ambassador for years, so it's gonna be so weird to see him in a um, the tradey beer Camaro. Yeah, you end up thinking it's like Declan Fraser or something like that, because Declan had that sponsorship last year. Yeah, but it was a it was a Mustang last year, so it's um, it's gonna be different. Yeah. All right, uh, that is Penrose. Now we've got Walkershaw and Dreddy United. No, you've skipped one. The, see the see the David Reynolds thing has already got you out. I've been, I've been. You've been hoodwinked here, mate. Because the next one's that's <laughs> Penrose, Penrose Grove Racing. I've been done dirty. You done, you done yourself dirty. So, um, right. and who, who do we have running in Penrose? Well, we, we got Kiwi and um, last. Hey, who's Kiwi? Well, you see, if you let me finish the sentence, nah, mate. you said, and we've got Kiwi. Yeah, okay, fine. We've got Kiwi. His name, his that, name is his Kiwi. His new nickname, Kiwi. Uh, we've got the last winner of last season, um, Matt Payne, Ooh. from New Zealand, hence the name. Oh, yeah. Hence the Younger. newly pronounced nickname, Kiwi. Yeah. Um, and next to him in car 26, taking over from David Reynolds, uh, both cars to run in the Premier, uh, uh, Penrite. This is going to become an issue of me mixing up these names. Yeah. The Penrose sponsorship is Baffer, now Bathurst winner, and another Kiwi, 
Richie Stanaway. That is a good observation. <laughs> I would hope so, mate. <laughs> that seems very accurate. The the thirty degree day here in Melbourne has started to reach Ash yeah. in ways that none of us expected. Ash, do you want to take us through the next one of um Walker Try and Dreddy United? Ah, so the one that I was uh jumping to conclusions about. Mate, you're just so excited at the Chaz Monster. Mate, I love Chaz. And I love whoever his teammate is because I have admittedly forgotten. It is not ringing bells to me right Mate, now. I don't believe it. It's an. Ooh, is it? Is it, Zach, is it Zach Brown, the owner of United Motorsports? It's him and. It, it's not Zach Brown, and no respect to Zach Brown. I don't think he would fit in the car. Um, He'd go well in passenger seat. And he actually does drive a couple of his um, McLarens and stuff. He's but got, anyway. He's got one of the old HRT Camaro, uh, Commodores. God damn it. Anyway, the mystery... So what the car's at, he's, his teammate is um, Young Gun, rookie from Super 2, uh, Ryan Wood in the... Oh, yeah, no, I had no chance on having that one on... Oh, my Lord. I just didn't have that one on hand in my brain. My brain is suffering today. So everything to know about Chaz is pretty out there. He Two goes fast, Bath- broke his leg at Bathurst. He, he does a lot of stuff at Bathurst. He's got a bit going on up there. Yeah. But his new teammate, Ryan Wood... Um, Made big splashes last year in Super 2. Yeah. He had a signed deal for this year after two or three rounds. Okay. So he just fell short of winning the title. He, he lost a bit of pace in the, in the later year with some, some bad luck. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really excited to see this kid go. Oh, he should he should go like a bat out of hell. Yeah. If I know him. Like, he, we haven't all. heard the buzz like this around a Super 2 driver since uh, Brock Finn. Yeah. And Brock came out shooting. He came out, he, you know, he got familiar with the car first few rounds, first five rounds, and then just went like hell. Uh, when he started in um, 22, he was in Shane's domain, you know, ZB Commodore, um, when Shane was just so strong. Yeah. Even when he wasn't, when he had broken limbs and all that, um, Shane was just the class of that field that year. But coming to the new era with these new cars, um, and he was just that leader of that team. Like Sh- yeah. Shane was on his way out. He, he's departing the NASCAR. Yeah. But um, no. Nah. And we're talking about Brock before we even got to him. So let's... Yeah. So we can get to Brock. Let's move to our next team. Ash, do you want to take us through um, Shell V-Power, Dick Johnson Racing Team? I would love to. So we've got Anton D. Pasquale and we have Will Davison running for this team. Uh, they've both been in the car for a couple of years now, I believe. Yes. At least. I think this is... Um, Anton, uh, Will's done a couple stints with Dick Johnson Racing. Yeah. Um, this is Anton's third. Third year, I believe, 21, yeah. 22, 24, 24. season, I think, actually. Yeah. Well, so he should be well. Like, he came from across from Erebus to Shelby uh, at the time. Um, seems like Erebus's loss at the time, but he, he hasn't made the splashes I don't think he was intended I think, to. I, I think, think he's he meant has... to at least have a championship by now. Yes, because if... Dick Johnson's right. I, I don't think it's him. I think he's got it in him to win the championship. Yeah. It's not him, it's the car. And I mean that from looking at DJR's form, coming off the, that mega four years with Penske, 2018 through to 2020. Yeah. Uh, more than that, sorry, 2016 and 2020. They were really strong, always competitive. Um, yeah. Even, you know, Scotty was obviously the the, the, uh, go at the, the class of the field, but even Fabs was always up there. Yeah. And then 21 rolls around, and that, they just can't get a handle on the car. 
Okay, we know they've had extra strange last year with being the homologation team for Ford, but yeah. they pretty much just dropped the ball all season. They were never really where they where they had to be. Yeah, this is the I'm saying I've got opinion and I agree with this is the year that they need to put up or sharp if they still want to be classed as a quotation big team. Yeah, because while they got the homologation and they got great legacy. Um, it's always a revolving door of who's up top and well, they're not. It used to be going big, and everything. if you had Dick Johnson Racing or Triple Eight behind you, you had something to be scared about. Yeah, and now it's Dick Johnson. There's no Mid-pack. fear factor to yeah. them. Yeah, so they need to, and there's been there's been a huge restructuring. I don't have it all on me. If we we did this a little bit in a video about uh, Ryan Story's back as team principal. There's been some moving around the engineers. As we mentioned earlier, Luda Lacroix has departed the team to join um, yeah. Premier. So, yeah, it's 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 pretty stable, I'd say, at Dick Johnson Racing at the moment. Nothing too turbulent happening no, that we um, know of. But, but I look forward to the future. We just saw Kai Allen. He's going to be, I believe, um, Anton De Pasquale's co-driver. Yeah, I'm that sounds right. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be definitely one of the co-drivers. I'm pretty sure it's De Pasquale, which, um, which sucks because I think that means Tony D's lost his seat. Yeah. If not, it might be that way around. I could be wrong. It could be, it might be actually Alex Davison who's out and he's going to drive with Alex. But um, uh, probably, um, yeah, Kai Allen's that next group of kids that's coming up that's going to be real watch this. Yeah. And um, McLeod, so yeah, a few other names. We don't have time to go through it all, but... Um, I'm excited yeah. to see what he will do as a real proper co-driver. He got his feet wet at Bathurst with um, Simone Di, uh, Di Silvestro. So, nah, should we should be good to see where that team's going if they can pull themselves out of this nose dive. Beautiful. So that's Shelby Power, now up to Tickford. Yes. And now Tickford, they've had a bit going on. Oh, a lot going on there. <laughs> so, first of all, they've cut back a lot. They've uh, dropped two cars. Yeah. Uh, as I already previously mentioned, um, James Corney's departed to join Blanchard. And Declan's departed too. Declan has departed as well. Not because they it weren't... ended up somewhere. He's got sure. a co-drive with um, Brad, Brad Adrian Highgarner. Yeah. So in the number eight um, battery car. Uh, R&J's battery car. So yeah. they line up for the two remaining drivers. Uh, Cam Waters stays on in the number six uh, Monster Mustang. Yeah. Uh, to, uh Tommy Randall stays on in the... We believe it's going to be 55, but nothing's confirmed yet. Um, yeah. Still with the Castro. I believe um, it will be with the Castro. Of, back it, in, yeah. it is. I, I have info, inside information. He is doing Castro ads nowadays. Is he? Yeah, he's doing them with Molly Taylor. So there you go. And there you go. Well, rest in peace, Bert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> Bert's a legend that can't die. Um, yeah, so they've... Downsized. Tim Edwards moved on to uh, roll in, um, I believe he's now the director of motorsport, so he spearheaded the... Um, wind tunnel testing. He was there for that. Yep, that was his first duties, uh, joining supercars in an administration role. Um, Tim doesn't dick around. If someone's going to sort us out, he will. Yeah. Um, he's not here to fuck spiders, as they'd say. No, no, he's not. Right, let's move on to the other four-car team. That's still a four-car team. Brad Jones are racing. They're um their A squad finished up 
this end of the points last yeah. last year. So if there's anything I would say about Brad Jones racing straight off the bat that comes to mind is follow their Facebook. Brad Jones himself puts out videos breaking down parts of the supercars and it is great insight for any fan. And it's they're just awesome. If you want actually if you want even more Brad Jones um content, the Motorsports Network, which is um what you'll see V Ad Sleuth with and the Cash Troll um news podcast, which yeah. they're not paying us, but they should be cash troll enough. Yeah. But um we're not part of that. We would like to be. Uh, but they now have a podcast with them too. So now I think it's every two weeks you'll hear from Macaulay Jones and one yeah. of the engineers there. Yeah. And they're just, they're just having general chats about what they're doing at the time, what they're getting ready for. Like their yeah. last episode was talking about their open day, that which was last Saturday. Moving on to what they're running this year. Um, Adrian Highgarner and Car 8. Uh, Bryce Forward stays in Car 14, the middies entries. Um, Macaulay Jones stays in the 96 Pizza Hut entry. Yeah. But the hey. jet... Mm-hmm. So I was just going to say, he's had very exciting, Macaulay Jones has had very exciting liveries throughout his uh, last season, and I hope to see more. Have you seen um, Adrian's delivery? I think I have. I just can't it, pull it. It's similar to last year, except now there's a giant picture of Heingarn's oh, face yeah. <laughs> holding open a pizza box. Yeah. Get the same with saying, like, how good is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's awesome. Um, but the, the, the other real change there is um, uh, Jack Smith's gone. Yeah. He announced very late in the year that he, he's going to retire from full-time. I presume he's going to come back as a co-driver. Yeah. The co-driver for that number four car hasn't been confirmed, so I presume it's going to be him. Yeah. Taking his place is is Jack's co-driver from the last two years um, and a Super 2, uh, not Super 2, Porsche Gun, Jackson Evans. Jackson Evans. I haven't heard too much about him, but at the same time, I feel like I've only what I have heard is only good things about Jackson Evans. I did do a deep dive into him for our previous um, drivers video that we put out a few weeks ago. Um, the day that uh, all this news about Brody began came out, which made it super stressful to try and get it out before it all became irrelevant. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a bit of a deep dive on him. He did um, a bit of Porsche stuff here, and he went international and actually drove for the Porsche backed team in a lot of Porsche categories in Europe. Yeah. And then he came back here, did a little bit here, and he's landed a seat here back in Australia. Yeah, that's awesome. Very exciting. There's a lot of new people in the field coming through. I think about free rookies. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, free Wookiees. Uh, free Wookiees. Free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Oh, that's exciting. No, it's going to be good. Good year for rookies. Um, so, anything else for Brad? Nothing's coming to mind. I think they're still wanting to cut down a bit on the cars. I don't think Brad's willing to sell anything. Yeah. So, I don't see too much movement in that car. Uh, too much movement in that team. Can they stay up front with the new pit lane system? We'll find out. Because they've got yeah. a bit of a leg up with the um, whole parity thing. Yeah. But, um, Ashton, you want to take us through Red Bull Ampole Racing by Triple Eight and Race Engineering? Goodbye, Shane. It was nice having you here. It was nice watching you drive with a broken collarbone, I think it was, and it, a cracked was, rib or something. It was nice in hindsight, but for two and a half years, it was, oh, for fuck's sake, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and it was nice seeing you take your tires to God himself and then just doing a burnout at the once you won the race. Um, that's a big thing. So see you, Shane. Was nice having you. You done well. Uh, best of luck in NASCAR. So now we have got. Uh, oh, I want to word it in a such in a smart way, but I'm not going to have time to think of the words. But a we've got Will Brown and Brock Feeney. Now I don't know how their dynamics going to work because they're both they both come up off as very young. Drivers that want to get to it. Yes, but they actually come up together. Yeah. They're, yeah. Um, I think Brock's another Queensland boy. I know Will is. Yeah. And actually, Brock put out a post a few days ago. We were um, going, like, just throughout the years, like, karting and stuff. Oh, they yeah. on podiums together. And they seem to get along well. Yeah. In the, all the media stuff. So, we'll see what happens when there's um when there's some money on the line, when they got their helmets on. If they get a bit argy-bargy. But I reckon it's a good combination. Yeah. I reckon they'll be very strong. You know, they might put it, each other into the wall a couple of times throughout the season. I can kind of foresee that. I feel like they'll be like, oh, I want it, I want it. Because um, Will Brown being with Erebus Motorsport in the 23 season, he was in position to win championship as well. Yeah, well so he, he was, might le- be he was thinking, it for half the year. He might be thinking, I've got to, you know, I've got to, I want to come to this consistently up top team because that's why he's moved. Because they're consistently well, up there. I've got a feeling there might be a lot of reasons why he's moved. He <laughs> <laughs> beat, beat Kostecki to the seat. But, you know, it's exciting stuff. I um, I don't have much more to say than they're going to get on. And I reckon they'll, you know, Triple Eight will do Triple Eight things. Yeah, and while we're talking about Triple Eight, it's, um, while we're going to undoubtedly see some wild cards throughout the year, especially in the Enduros, um, it's only confirmed when we have um, Craig Lowndes is back for the um, Super Chevado Triple Eight wildcard. Yes, and this is. year he's going to have Cooper Murray as his uh, sort of young star in the car. And hopefully he'll have his gear stick to the end of the Bathurst rate one thousand as well. Yeah, I was doing so good last year. I was <laughs> the top ten. Yeah, I, I broke. What was it? Brock slowed down. I was like, oh, poor Brock. And then the noise of the crowd when. Uh, when Craig had to roll into the garage with a broken shifter. Yeah. Oh, so next one's going to be... This is going to be probably, probably the, most, <laughs> the most interesting and really uninformational part of the podcast as we move on to Erebus Motorsport, not by Coca-Cola. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for the Coke Red cars, stiff, you won't find them this year. Um, you must also not find number 99. So Jack LeBrock has joined that team to take yeah. Will Brown's spot. Good pick. He's got history with them. He did some co-driving in the past. Yep. Now, as you know, we don't have to tell you, Brody has seemed to be departed of the team. At the yep. moment, the team's only for the first race. Yep. Um, outlets like Speed Cafe are reporting that it's Brody would rather sit out the whole year than race with the team. We don't really know what's going on there. Yeah. But we, um, in the meantime, Todd Hazelwood, who had jumped in as a co-driver, has landed the drive for the Bathurst 500. And it's, it's, it feels sad to presume that if Brody does not race for Erebus this year... Todd will take the season. Todd will take the season. But interestingly, yeah. not as 99. Yeah. Well, uh, Erebus has hinted that um, he won't take the 99 number. 
So I think it's for the better. Probably, my guess is going to be triple nine because they used to run that in their Super 2 program. Oh, okay. Or um, something completely different because I spent weeks trying to guess what the hell Brown's number was going to be and then it didn't... 87 is so simple that it annoys me that I didn't guess that. I was thinking 800, maybe 08, This 80. sounds like a you problem. It isn't my problem because it, it, it rattled me when it came. I was oh, it's 87. I was like, that is that is a simple solution and yeah. a solution that I missed. All right. So that's all the teams that we've got. And now I'm going to move us on to the upcoming events that we've got. Yeah, the calendar? The calendar, yep. yep. So we've got the 2024 Bathurst Superfest. First one ever. Uh, for the reason they've put the 12 out and the Bathurst 500 into one arena, I guess. One whole, into one, one large big overall festival event. It's because at Bathurst, because it's public road, public everything, all this and that, council regs, whatever have you, they can only run, I believe, it's five events a year. And so the five events a year that they will be running at Bathurst is this Superfest. They'll have the six hour, then they will have, so that's one, two, three, oh, and I'm blanking. I've reeled these off the other day in my head. Oh, so they've got, got Bathurst Challenge, they've got the 1,000. And that's it. And that's it, yeah, as far as we know. Unless there's some local um, sprints up the hill. Yeah, but I think that's a different thing because they don't have to close the whole road for that. Yeah. Um, and that's just from, I think it's from half up Comrade Strait to yeah, um, top of the mountain or something. Yeah, to Skyline in the reverse order. Yeah, which would be good to see because it the cars going the opposite way, so it'd, it'd be, be tricky as heck. Um, moving on after that, and hopefully that's hopefully this is the last time we see racing at Bathurst that isn't the one thousand because it takes a little bit away from it. Yeah, it takes an edge off. I'm sure there's so many. There would have been somewhere better to race than, but I know the contracts and stuff because the. Newcastle 500 sank, and hopefully we might get that back because the council that cancelled it, even though they're not paying for it, the, the New South Wales State Government is, they've got an election coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. So supercars are saying, we're going to wait for that election, see if the new council elected is going to be all for us or not. If they're not, then they're just going to abandon any hope within the, the uh, Newcastle 500 back. Yeah. If the new council seems open to it again, then... We might be on. Yeah. But we're going to go from Bathurst to Albert Park for the Melbourne Super Sprint. Of course, this is part of the Australian Grand Prix. We believe this... It's not marketed as a 400, so we don't believe we're going to get four 100-kilometer races this time around. We think they're going to be a little bit shorter. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to have the pit lane this year, unfortunately. No, There's, they'll be at the back. Yeah, they're going to be at the back, which is... It's a little bit unfortunate because it means no pit stops. Yeah. Um, because it was just getting too hard and Formula 2 really wanted that and they've given it to them. Yeah. However, what that does mean is you probably can't get any closer to a supercar than this. No, it's very rare to leave, like, because I have Bollard five metres out from the tents. Yeah. And that's very close and, like, you know, it's such a big event you won't get any closer than that because of how tight security is. But you'll be able to walk the paddock. You'll be able to walk the paddock. If you've been to the Grand Prix prior or if you've been to sport categories, how's normally, how close you can get to, like, the Porsches or the Super yeah. 2? That's probably the level of access you're looking at here, which is cool. It, it's, it's exciting because you can, if you want, you can ask out to the engineers if they don't look too busy. You can say, hey, what are you guys working on? And even a couple of team owners, because they'll be floating around the cars a little bit, you can even ask them, hey, what 
you know, just uh, ask, ask him a couple of questions. Ask Bradley for a live episode of his show where he tells you everything about the car. Yeah, yeah, just um, get into it, get stuck into it. Yeah, but I'm going to miss the pit lane because, like, it was so cool that we were the only, out of all the places Formula 1 goes to, we were the only ones that had another pit lane. Yeah. Them. And there's, I remember in 2020, on the Thursday, yeah. that um, before it all went horribly wrong, that there was, um, I think it was Lando and Carlos. Lando was doing his vlogs at the time, like, out of Cameroon. And he was vlogging supercars coming out of their paddock for practice. Yeah. Because the EFO was just so wild of what they were. Driving around, yeah. Yeah. But, but there's a flip side to that too if you want to look at, um, if you've seen the video of Max doing a hot lap with Jamie. Yeah. Where he does not look impressed at all. Yeah. Like Jamie's thrown in the corner and Max is like, just get me back. Yeah. Like, cool, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, after we run around Albert Park, we head off to New Zealand, Taupo. Uh, uh, Taupo. Taupo. We're Taupo. probably both getting it wrong, but hey. Hey, we're giving Tell it a go. Tell us in the comments. Yeah. Um, Super 400. I don't know much about this event, this race track. I'm very much blase when it comes to... This track and place, I don't know the history or anything. Is it rich with history? I don't know too much about it. I, the, I watched the New Zealand Formula Regional Round yeah. there a few weeks ago. It seemed all right. It looked like a good track. Good it look, looked like good racing, yeah. yeah it's... Made for good racing, like the track itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it seemed all right. Nothing's ever going to beat um, Pukaui, but yeah. it seems all right. Um, but anyway, so we're stuck on... <laughs> we're excited to go back. So um, we decided to go back. And then, and then we decided to go, like, five time zones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you missed <laughs> To Perth. <laughs> the Perth Super Sprint. Um, that Wanneroo Raceway always makes for great, great, great wasting. <laughs> oh, you got you to do the gritty while you're under that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always enjoyed what, and they have great local categories there, too. They always have a local... Because it's Perth. It's Perth. It's, it's the only track. Yeah. It's a lot of great... Oh, they might even have the GTs there again. That was really good. I think they would. Yeah. yeah. But they, that's good. It's, it's a great track and it's a great tyre shredder. It, it is. Yeah. The oh, it's very um, gritty, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So if I just came back from Perth the other day, Ash. I'll tell you, it's very hot over there. If you wonder what it's like to be inside a fan-forced oven, go to Perth in summer. Yeah. But if that wasn't hot enough, you wanted to be a little bit more humid, next stop is Darwin for the Darwin Triple Crown. Yes. Always like this event. We're looking to go, not this year, but maybe next year. Yeah, I'd love to, yeah. Because you got the drags. Yeah, you do, because it's a whole motor complex. Yeah, well, it actually started as a drag strip. Yeah. And, and then it's morphed into this over time. And you actually, um, from memory, you might be lucky enough you get some Australian superbikes there racing there too. I'm pretty sure they're returning. They've got a good gig with them. Yeah, they do. And they, they race so well there. That is a great event. That truly is one to just and It's watch. always good racing. It's never bad. Um, last year, like we saw... Even just surprise winners, like we saw Frosty get up for the first time in Team 18. Yeah, and we actually saw Cam's car go on fire there too. Yeah, it's so hot and humid, the Mustang just went, I want to be part of it, and yeah. lit up. Yeah. It, it, it got fired up in the wrong sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. And he was looking on, and I believe we saw uh, Bryce Forward did well there. 
Yeah, I memory. think he did in the first race. I yeah. don't think he did any well after that because Bryce is the, I think he's the, the only ever driver from Darwin. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty yeah. sure he's the only one ever. But not always good that um, that is 14-16 for June, and then the following month. Oh. Uh, following a couple of weeks later, they're off to Townsville for the Townsville 500. So basically we're talking one, two, three, three events here where we're just sweating balls. Oh, yeah, then <laughs> Them cool suits are gonna cop a flogging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, actually, uh, I did some walking around Townsville the other day, Ash, and yeah. it's um, very you know it's big. It's I'm surprised to see a large portion of the circuit remains somewhat partially south all year round. Yeah. And I was um, I was really happy to see that for a temporary semi-permanent street circuit, it's getting used all year round. So. I saw there's a couple of um, local programs are doing some driving training on yep. the closed part of the circuit in the yep. pit lane. Okay, yeah, using the building facilities and all that. Yeah, yeah they had a couple of community things going on in there. The thing I thought was really cool was they actually had um, um, some kids in there and they had um, cars they, there and they were teaching the kids how to do um, tyres tire changes and stuff or in, in pit ba- lane. Yeah, basic things. Like in the pit boxes? Please yeah. tell me. In the no, pit not boxes. in the pit boxes, only oh. because they were resurfacing that. Oh. So they were, they were, I'm not resurfacing, they were doing some plumbing stuff all in the pit lane. Oh, okay. So I can walk So it was all ripped up and everything. Part, not really ripped up, but they had machinery there. Yeah. And then in half the pit box, uh, half the pit areas that were open, like yep. the actual um, garage, they yeah. seem to be um, either repaving it or repainting the floor. Okay, so, so really touching up the place. Doing a bit of touch-up. Probably cause they're probably getting near the point where they start building. Okay. So, That's exciting. But there's not much to build there. And unlike Albert Park where everything gets sort of squared away and hidden away in Thomastown. Yeah. Um, It's not Thomastown. It's nearby. I can't remember the name of the place but now. On the western side of the city. West side of the city. Where, uh, where <laughs> Melbourne dumps everything. Yeah. <laughs> Including my hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, they just get... So, pretty much, they leave all the walls up except for all the walls running from turn one, turn two, and, you know, four, five hundred metres down from turn three. Yeah. They just put that all up the back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, so I thought that was, that was funny. They just, they just chuck it out the back where the sheds are and call yeah. it a day. So, I mean, it's, at least it's on site for when you roll it all out. 100%, mate. Uh, so, after that... That brings us to... The Sydney Super Night. Now, I know we've got a race at Sydney. It's a thing. I'm so sick of this bloody track. But it's a it's a decent track. Let's take track. a year off. Let's take a year off it. Let's take. We did Ash 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 Ash. We did six races in ten rounds there throughout yeah. 2020 and 2021. I've had enough of Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we change it? All right. So, yeah, we're not fans <laughs> of Sydney. It's just, yeah, it's not great. So that brings us to the Ned Whiskey Tasmania Super Sprint. Yeah, so we've gone from Simmons hot, Plains. We've gone three hits of hot to one of, ah, it's Sydney. It is what it is. Yeah. Two, my God, I've got family down in Tasmania. When I told them I'm coming down in August, Yeah, they said, enjoy that, buddy. We won't see you there because it's going to be bloody cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, everything I've heard about this is why are we racing here in August? It's going to be damp, cold. It's going to be probably more... miserable weather. I was there what May and last year. I was cold in May. Yeah, I can't imagine like August. A, a two jacket, beanie, gloves. 
pants. Well, I brought that pants er- operation. I brought that Uber's jumper pure because of fucking. Like, <laughs> like it's cold enough that you're willing to pile your hard-earned money to wear a billboard. Like. So basically, they're going to be driving around on hard rubber the whole time just because of how frozen it is. They're going to have to run the super softs. Yeah. Because everything else might get temperature. And I, I think it's one of the early rounds that Fresh and do this, but I know uh, Tasmania definitely is. This is one of the races where we're going to see the new sprint format. So yeah. a couple of rounds, you're going to see the old format of uh, a 100-kilometer race yep. with free qualifyings. This will be the first, or not the first, sorry, um, but this will be one of the rounds I will see two races yeah. with a, I believe it's a 60-minute timer. Yeah. So it's going to be a time race, but at it, it's a little bit less racing for other places, but in Tassie, because the lap's so short, it actually comes yeah, out. It's under a minute, isn't it? Of memory or around it's like a, a little minute bit of, five it's or something, a little bit over a minute, but yeah, it's like 2.7 kilometers, something yeah. like that. And it's a lot of it is straight line. And I know the side draft there is neck, like that is the one of the only places you actually see side draft, side draft <laughs> coming out of the hairpin there. Yeah, so you, you'll see us and you well, you'll see me at least. I don't know if you're 100% committed to going. No, yet. I'll look into it, actually, look into it. But where you definitely will see us is at the next round. Ash, We're getting close to God's country. The Penrut Oil Sandown 500. <laughs> Good God, I'm on the 500. Um, and what could be the last 500? If I have anything to do with it, Matt, I'll chain myself to that establishment and I will throw a hissy fit. I'll, throw, <laughs> I'll, I'll spit the dummy. <laughs> just be like that and just stop all the guys but the dozers rock up just just keep saying yeah. this place this venue this God's country I will call it God's country because it is this establishment cannot be around for six decades me only having been around for like two and a half decades and I get cheaped out because I enjoy motorsport later in my my <laughs> whole going life yeah. And they try to take it away from me to build some flimsy houses. And uh, I can see you. I can see you in like forty years when you're seen off. Just oh, going, yeah. just going house to house with little pamphlets. Are you aware of the land you're standing on? Yeah. And it's just a black and white. Always was, sand. always will be. Will be. Yeah. <laughs> it always was and always will be sand down. No, next to no negotiations on that one. But then that is only the lead up. Oh, that's only lead up to the big one. That a big horse, the big sticks, the I don't even know. I'm losing my words here. The Repco Bathurst One Thousand and Mount Panorama. You thought you saw it earlier this year. You were wrong. Well, you're correct because they're there again for some reason. But they're back again for the One Thousand. They are, and I had my first sliver of the One Thousand in the 23 season, and by golly. I may have thrown up from a lot of drinking every other night and God. had, like, acid reflux from the hard solos. Mate, but mate, that mate, made mate, that first. Maybe we God bless Mount Canorama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, I don't even know where to start. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's scenic. It's when the jet flies over you. It makes me emotional. It makes me want to cry. Mate, you haven't had it. a taste yet because you probably copped last year one of the worst Bathurst one thousands we've had in years. Yeah, you've had you, you haven't had anything yet. No. 
And hopefully this year, the Bathurst is Brennan the Bathurst. Hopefully. Hopefully. If not, Rebco can bring us a check for some amount of times we're going to say Rebco throughout this podcast. Nah, we'll start getting sponsored by them. Yeah. Well, speaking of sponsors that aren't paying for us, including, oh. spon- <laughs> <laughs> including sponsors that might not be there despite being on the website, the next round after that is the Boost Mobile Gold Coast 500, but it's not the Boost Mobile Gold Coast 500. Because Peter Addington had something to say about that one. <laughs> yeah, he, cl- he claims he's pulled the sponsorship... Don't know. He says a lot of things. We'll wait and see if if they got the stickers up. If you want to see someone vocal about supercars and everything, follow Peter Adderton on Facebook. If My you, God. If you just want to say opinions in all caps, yeah. follow Peter Adderton. Oh, yeah. He will, and, he will argue with you in the comments. And we aren't saying he's wrong or right. We're just saying he is extremely vocal. About what he has to say, and he says it. And he should be, because you know why, Ash? Do you know what his business is? His business is mobile phones. His mobile phones, it's all about talking. Communication. He's a, he's a very community. You know what he's thinking. He'd probably have your number. He'd probably get your home address. he got your Facebook login and all. He knows, he knows me Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> We're brushed by each other. So <laughs> once we finish up there at the Gold Coast 500, which is a good event to watch too, I love that track, uh, that takes us into the Velo Adelaide 500. So a lot of endurance races right at the end of the calendar here. So it's good endurance. Oh, well, it feels it. They've got the number 500. It's enduro. Yeah, no, but it's a, it's a 250 split. Yeah, well, enduro. Well, it's not a sprint, is it? Well, it's going to be a drive for us because you will see us there too. Yeah, we'll be hanging around. We'll fly around. It'll be our first time in Adelaide. Probably Please get don't lost. rob us. Yeah. We're just little, little guys. Um, live on the podcast, Ash. This is not supercars, but um, the Aston Martin has just dropped and it looks the same. Great. <laughs> a nice dark green. It is, it is the same. Awesome. All right. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else we would like to preview? or? Um, Ash, do you want, I'll throw it to you so you get no time to think about it. Three bold predictions for this season. Oh, you really did say no time to think. All right, let's go with Brock Feeney champion. Oh, good one. I, I, I like his chances there. We'll go Will Brown, Bathurst 1000. He'll win. And we'll also follow up with... Third one, let's go for... We'll go for Jack LeBrock to win two races. Ooh, interesting. Because he'll have the car. They'll have the Erebus will put the car together. He's just going to put the race together. Okay. And whether that's a sprint race, endurance, whatever have you, that's where I reckon. On my bowl prediction, which... Is... What, are you getting off notes by the look no, of no, it? No, 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 I'll look at the date. <laughs> Today's the 12th of February. My bowl prediction for the season. Thanks, Jane Bunn. I reckon... Well, Dane, Jane Bunn tells me the weather, not the date. You know, you're a lot of things, mate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be like that. <laughs> so, well, we can't have nice things. Um, my first bold prediction. Um, Brody Kostecki, I reckon he will not race for Erebus, but he, I reckon he will do multiple, including at the Bathurst and Sandown endurance events, while with cards with a third... Um, Triple Eight Camaro. That's my prediction for Brody. Yeah. I think. Yeah, 
think we will see Chaz champion. I think this is his year. Coming out the womb, going to birth into a championship. Yeah, might as well start it. He's got out of bed yesterday went, fuck it, I should just go fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, third one. Hmm. We will see one of the three rookies, which is um, Aaron Love, Ryan Wood. Ryan Wood, and Jackson Evans, become a first-time supercar winner. In their debut, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, well, that's cool. We're going to call that for the Supercar Special. Thank you for joining us and listening, especially if you got all this way, by all means. Thank you. And, and we'll see you in the next one. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.